What's up, everyone? My name is Adam. Welcome. This is the School District Podcast. And this week, April 3rd to the 7th, is Assistant Principal Week across the country and on the podcast with episodes from assistant principals from around the country. We have Illinois, Texas, Missouri, New Jersey, Georgia, Kansas, Virginia. Virginia and an international school in Germany. I'm probably missing a couple states, but listen to all the episodes and you'll be able to uh, to tune in. Please consider subscribing to the podcast and share your favorite conversations with anyone you think would enjoy. And real quick, if you're looking for a book to read, I've written four Kids Deserve It, Run Like a Pirate, Empower Our Girls, and Teachers Deserve It. As you can imagine, they are all available on Amazon or wherever books are sold. And if you'd rather listen to the words than read them, Kids Deserve It. My first book is actually on Audible as an audiobook. And lastly, if you're looking for a keynote speaker for some professional development or a kickoff with all staff, I would love to work with you. I've given over 300 keynotes all across North America with breakout sessions, coaching, ed tech, leadership strands, you name it, and I would love to work with you. You can email me directly, adamwelcome at gmail.com or my website, mradamwelcome.com for more information about speaking and also my other podcasts and blog. Thank you for listening. Sarah Montez, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. This is your first podcast you've been on, which is great because it's Assistant Principal Week. Everybody, if you've been listening all week, if you haven't, go back and listen to all the episodes. I know I've dropped a lot of episodes this week, but they're shorter. I'm just trying to get the voices of assistant principals out there all week for April 3rd to the 7th. Sarah, for the people out there that don't know who you are, introduce yourself, give us a little background and just kind of bring us up to speed on who you are and what you do. Okay. Um, my name is Sarah Montez. Right now, I am a bilingual assistant principal in Hempstead, Texas. Uh, it's a small rural district kind of outside of Houston. Um, I started in education, I guess, 10 years ago. This is my 10th year in public education. I started as a bilingual kindergarten teacher. Then I moved to bilingual first grade teacher then for a short time, I was the uh, bilingual dyslexia specialist. So I worked with a range of students and now I'm here. And this is my second year in Hempstead. Um, taught a long time in my hometown of Brenham right down the road. And now I'm here as AP. Oh, I've heard of Brenham. Yeah, I didn't know that was that. It was that close to you. Yeah, Bluebell Ice Cream. Bluebell. That is that is yep. why I know Ben Brenham. That is so funny. Exactly. Everybody knows the ice cream. Sarah, what is your best advice for someone that wants to become an assistant principal? It's kind of hiring season right now. You know, it's the first week of April. Jobs are posting. People are getting ready to interview. What advice would you give to somebody that wants to make that jump into the AP role? I think now um, being on the other side and sitting in on a lot of interviews has kind of given me, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty on things I wish I had known when I was applying um, for AP jobs. I think something that would really set someone apart would be a person that even if they're in a, a teacher role or whatever capacity they're working in the school, someone who has shown that they are willing to take on a leadership role or a responsibility, like, um, for example, leading UIL or um, a club or something like that, organizing an event, showing that um, they take initiative um, would be something that 
would stand out to me as uh, when I'm interviewing an AP candidate, which we have done before. So I've had a little insight into that also. Um, and also um, as a candidate looking for an uh, AP job, especially your first job, I would research your districts that you're looking at or your campuses <laughs> really hard. Um, always do your homework and see if you're a good fit or maybe tour the campus and kind of get a feel for for the school and the staff. And, you know, everyone wants to get their feet wet and get their first job. But, you know, you also want to be somewhere that is a good fit. And so you'll have a better experience and and be able to learn and grow. Because, I mean, even the first year alone, I felt like a whole new person after that year. I learned so much. It was baptism by fire for sure, but it was great. <laughs> Yeah, it's such a good point. You know, I mean, it's like dating. You don't just get married and like you've met the person once. You know, you like yes. you get to know the person. So that that research piece, I think touring the campus too, that's really good if that's allowed, you know, wherever you are. Yeah. But, you know, talking to people and really trying to get enough as much information. And I would just add too, like, don't take it personal if you don't get the job because it just wasn't the right job for you. It wasn't a good fit. It wasn't meant to be. There are other jobs out there. What's the biggest misconception do you think Sarah, about what an assistant principal does in their job or what you do all day long? Mm, I think maybe a misconception, and honestly, this was my misconception before I took on this role, was that it was a lot of office work and paperwork type things, <laughs> which it, it is, and there is a, a big piece of that, but there's so many things that happen in a day that you cannot predict and strange that like that you would never think of like chasing a dog off of campus the other day that's yes. something that we did chasing a dog and her puppies off campus um but also the logistics of the job everything like that you know you would enjoy you'd help with as a teacher like say a literacy night you still participate in that and have to do with that but now I'm on the logistics side. So mm. yeah, I'm not going to be a part of the fun activity, but I'm thinking how many people are going to show up? How many chairs do I need? How do, what maintenance requests do I need to put in? All the, the logistical side of things is something that I didn't, maybe I didn't expect um, or was something that I had to get used to. Um, I thought before being in this role, I thought it was paperwork and then dealing with discipline issues which it is um mm -hmm. so that's a part of the job but i didn't see or didn't realize all of the things that happen behind closed doors to the logistics new laws coming out how that affects things uh, mandates from the state or the district so there's a lot of a lot of irons in the fire that i did not realize and i think a lot of people don't realize that from the outside looking in I was laughing at your dog uh, on the campus story because my, my my kids are my kids are 12 and 10. So, you know, they were very young when I was uh, still an assistant principal and principal. And they'll often tell me they're like, Dad, tell us a funny story from when, you know, and there's like so many. Mm -hmm. I remember my first year as an assistant principal, I got an email from a parent. There was a big uh dirt clod on the sidewalk on their way to school. What was I going to do about it? So I showed my principal the, the email. She's like, 
what do you think you should do? I'm like, I think I should probably just go like kick the dirt to the side. But like, just like the randomness of things, it wasn't even on the campus, but the things that come to you are uh, definitely could fill a book. They are, they are funny. So oh, how yeah. do you, how do you get out of your office during the day, Sarah? Cause you made some good points, you know, planning for literacy night, working with custodial and maintenance, to, you know, testing. I know testing is a really, really big thing in Texas. That's probably happening right about now, or it's coming yeah. up soon. There's a lot of behind the scenes. So how do you how do you get out of your office to connect with teachers and students at your school luckily our team has been very intentional about spending time in the classrooms and that's something about my admin team that i really like and um we've worked hard to support each other so that we're able to do that um we have at our campus a head principal and there's three ap's so we're very lucky um, but what we've kind of done is block off time and say, okay, Wednesdays, for example, Wednesdays are my day that I am doing walkthroughs for this set amount of time, maybe two hours, three hours, what have you. And so if there's any calls for me, if the rest of y'all can cover for me and help me out, I'm in classrooms right now. And we've also made a really big push this year um, at our campus and in our district to do a lot more coaching with the teachers, which I think has been really beneficial. And it's not even necessarily teachers that I'm gonna evaluate. So there's no pressure there. Um, I'm the assistant principal over kindergarten and first grade. So I might be coaching a teacher, uh, for example, a bilingual teacher in third grade. So I have nothing to do with her formal evaluation. I'll come in from time to time, make notes of things I noticed, things that are going well, things that maybe we could tweak and improve and meet with her later and say, hey, you know, I noticed this, I had a question about this and it's more informal, there's less pressure. And um, so I think it's it's done a lot for us as admin, having a good pulse on what's happening in the classrooms and uh, we have new curriculum, so how's it going? Is um, What are some of the issues that the teachers are having? What's going well? And also for the teachers to be able to um, reach out to us and, and ask for help or questions that they have. So I think it's it's really been impactful this year. And I'm glad that we've made that push and been very intentional about it. But it does have to be intentional because if not, the day can totally get away from you easily. <laughs> so I'm I'm really lucky that that we've been able to do that this year. Yeah, that's good to hear. I think I always remember back on like being in classrooms is the most impactful thing for connecting with students, just for seeing how things are going or just to be able to follow up and to know to know where you are, to then know where do I where do I need to go? Because I feel like you really can't know where you need to go unless you know where you are. You can't just make plans um, without really knowing where teachers are, where students are. Yeah. So that's uh, that's really good to hear. Who is someone that is on your staff that you would like to give a shout out to on the podcast? Oh, that's a good question. I think, I know who, I think I would like to shout out um, someone at our campus. She is actually a paraprofessional and um, her name is Yasmin San Miguel. And she is a paraprofessional, but we have had a vacancy in our first grade bilingual position. I think everyone around the state, around the country is having a hard time filling teaching positions. And so Miss San Miguel 
she helped us out last year covering that class for a little bit. And then this year specifically asked if that vacancy is still there, could I teach the first grade bilingual class? Wow. And we said, absolutely. And she has, she is as impactful, if not more than any certified teacher. I've been so impressed with her and the way that she is willing to learn and take suggestions, um, the way that she cares about her students. And I'm also going to brag on her data wise because our first grade bilingual um, classes, their Spanish reading scores on a test, which, you know, take it with a grain of salt, but they had the highest achievement on the, the test. And her class was one of those. So I I can't say enough about her. I'm, I'm so impressed with her. And I know that was a long shout out, but she, oh my gosh, she deserves it. She is a rock star. Yasmin San Miguel, you said her name was Sarah. Mm-hmm. Shout Yasmin. out to Yasmin. Way to way to go and way to step up and way to way to like talk about leadership. Like, hey, I'll do it. And that's what we talked about earlier. Just be willing to volunteer and put your hand up and uh, and go and do those things. It kind of sounds like you when you were went from kindergarten to first to like the dyslexia teacher. You just kind of like, sure, that's me, that's me, you know. And just uh, it just creates opportunities. Okay, let's shift a little bit, Sarah. Let's talk about lunch. I talked to so many assistant principals and principals that just don't eat lunch. It's kind of like a run, like a run, running by at five o'clock. So do you have any of your favorite, like on the go lunch items you can grab as you're walking or doing, we're not like building a cookbook here. We're like, kind of like doing like a lunch book and just getting kind of giving some ideas. What is your, uh, what are your go-tos for lunch every day? That's funny that you even brought that up because that is so <laughs> like true. I haven't eaten lunch today. <laughs> so I I had like 20 minutes and I was like today and I was like, please, I'm, I'm not trying to kick you out, but please go. This is my only time to eat. Um, but what I usually do um, is because that is an issue. Uh, I've started trying to bring almost like little mini. Um, I don't want to say a charcuterie board, but kind of like mm-hmm. a, a little snack snack pack with things that are kind of finger foods I can eat a little bit here it doesn't need to be heated up I can take it on the go if I need to like um, summer sausage cheese fruit things like that that I can take on the go and then trash them wherever I'm at Um, so things of yogurt things like that it's kind of like a bunch of snacks so I can have a little here and there has been kind of my best bit okay so it's currently 4 15 in texas have you eaten yet today did you eat lunch i did eat lunch today okay good i did uh today was a, a pretty uh i don't want to say slow day but a pretty <laughs> pretty normal day i don't know if there's such a thing as a normal day but i did eat lunch today all right sarah if you could choose one person alive or dead to spend the day with who is not a family member who would it be and why Oh, oh, you stole me. I don't know if I could pick one person um, because I, I don't know. I don't really have one person I can think of that is like my idol that I would want to spend time with who's not family. Um, maybe generally speaking, um, someone maybe a, a woman who who lived in a time um, that was more challenging for them and and showed a lot of bravery maybe like mm. um 
um, several come to mind. I mean, I don't have one. Harriet Tubman or mm-hmm. Abigail Adams, Amelia Earhart, mm-hmm. someone like that. I, I don't know that I could pick just one. Well, those are three great ones. I, I love how you articulated what that characteristics would be of that person, you know? So I think that's a good way to put at it, but maybe that'll be food for thought. Um, you can uh, think about that some more. You know, I've always thought about that through my life. So I love uh, I love asking that question on the podcast. Sarah Montez, Sarah underscore A underscore Montez with an S. It's going to be linked in the show notes as well. Make sure you connect and follow Sarah on Twitter. That's how we connected when I sent out a tweet looking for some assistant principals. April 3rd to the 7th, make sure you think your assistant principal it is such a fun job it's a tough job it's a rewarding job there are so many things to sarah's point that are behind the scenes that just help run a school and support the teachers and support the principals so everybody out there that are assistant principals thank you sarah so fun chatting with you on your first podcast ever um that was awesome and uh, everybody listening thank you for all that you do and i hope that you have an absolutely amazing day